firefighter and an EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. And that change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it, and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a battalion of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics, to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss span all kinds of professions. That being said, let's light the spark. In order to be able to take care of others, you first must take care of yourself. This can be difficult for us as firefighters, as it is in our nature to help others in need and oftentimes risk our own well-being for the sake of others. However, if you've ever flown in a plane and listened to the pre-flight safety instructions, you'll remember that if the cabin pressure drops and the oxygen masks drop down, you're instructed to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. This is for good reason. If you are incapacitated, then you become a part of the problem and are of absolutely no use to anyone else. Just like step one on all of the national registry sheets that uh, we take or that we use to pass our paramedic exams or our EMT exams, taking body substance isolation precautions, BSI, are the absolute first thing you do prior to making patient contact. Not only that, it's a critical fail point if you do not verbalize or physically take these precautions while testing. That's how important proper self-care is. Relating it to the fire service and a fire scene, you'd be insane to go into an IDLH environment without the proper protective equipment like full turnouts and a breathing apparatus. Today, we're going to talk about why you should be selfish and take care of yourself first. Keep this in mind, this is not to the detriment of others, but for the benefit of others. It's crucial for your survival physically as well as mentally. So let's dive a little deeper into this concept of being selfish, quote unquote, selfish, and taking care of yourself first. You can't give of yourself if you don't have anything to give. If you've spent all of your time focusing on what other people want and what other people need, you neglect yourself and ultimately self sacrifice needlessly. People need you to be around. They need you to be present. People on your crew, your wife or your husband, your children, etc. All the people who are relying on you need you to be around. And you can't give if you don't have anything to give. You need to make yourself happy before you can give any advice or share that happiness with anyone else. Just as I mentioned, your survival depends on your willingness to put yourself first. 
So think about it. If you're physically unable to perform the tasks that the job demands, then what good are you to anyone? You've heard me say it before, and I stand by this wholeheartedly. You're either an asset on the fire ground, or you are a liability. It's up to you which one of those you are. If you can smash through a wall because you can bench press 400 pounds, but 10 minutes into the fire, the alarm on the SCBA that's supposed to last 40 minutes goes off, then what good are you? Not only do you have, or do you not have any endurance or staying power, your entire crew has no choice but to leave their assignment due to your inability to stay in the game. You are a liability. The same goes for your mental capacity and mental health. If you don't have the mental faculties to stay focused and think through processes when things are all falling around or falling down around you, then you're of no use to anyone and you may as well sit on the sidelines. Again, liability. It's crucial to be the asset that you promised you would be in your interview. How do we keep ourselves in this asset category? Step one is to identify something that fulfills you. And I use the term fulfill here rather than happy because I feel it is way more important and long-lasting to be fulfilled or find fulfillment than it is to simply be happy. Happy is an emotion, and emotions are fleeting. They fluctuate. But fulfillment provides you with a purpose and motivation which can lead to long-term happiness. So first and foremost, you must identify what it is that makes you fulfilled and gives you a sense of purpose. And it can be anything. Mix your passion with practicality. You can't be overweight and out of shape and then expect people to listen to you. Uh, Give them advice on how to exercise and eat right. You've got to be the shining example of what it is you believe in if you expect to have anyone take you seriously. We have a lot of armchair quarterbacks in the fire service, and we know it. In fact, you're probably thinking of at least two people just since I mentioned that. Two people probably popped into your head, at least one. There's at least one that popped into your head when I mentioned the term armchair quarterback. We're becoming inundated with people who are complacent and willing to provide commentary without providing any action, which to me is worthless. Not only that, these people seem to go out of their way to criticize those who are taking action. And I feel like this is mainly because those who take action shine a light on the dark cave that those who would do nothing are happy lurking in. It takes courage to get up and out of the recliner and actually do something. I want you to think of one of those uh, champagne pyramids that you see in fancy parties and movies. You have to fill the top one first and the champagne cascades down to the others below it, right? Eventually filling each glass with an even and appropriate amount of champagne for everyone. So just like this pyramid, you've got to fill yourself up before you can expect to have an effect on anyone else around you. And even though it may take some time for all the glasses to fill, consistency is the key. Just keep pouring into yourself. Invest in yourself. Pour knowledge and purpose into your own glass, and the trickle effect will take care of the rest. One thing to keep in mind as you do this is that you need to set boundaries. If you continually put others before yourself, there will be resentment that will grow and it will eke out in small ways. And eventually you'll find yourself resenting your amazing career that you worked so hard to obtain. 
you'll start to resent the people you work with and even the people that you serve. This leads to burnout incredibly fast. And our careers are short enough as it is, like 20 years, 25 years. That's all we have to put in. Granted, most of us go further than that. But if we get burned out sooner than later, then we're not enjoying the full fruits of the labors that this career offers us. Boundaries must be set and you must be unreasonable in your dedication to them. For example, if you've had a rough shift and it's taken a toll on you mentally and physically, and you've made the decision to go get a massage on day one of your off day, but then someone asks you to give your time to help them move last minute, don't for one second feel guilty for saying no to that person. You come first. You may have some semblance of guilt by doing this, but one thing you need to understand is that by setting that boundary of keeping to your commitments, all you're doing is reinforcing your integrity and honoring previous commitments. And you should never, ever break commitments made to yourself, ever. Now, if you come off duty and your friend has asked you to help them move uh, and you've already agreed to it, you should fulfill that commitment because you're maintaining that integrity. Now, if you skip out on them and then decide, nah, I'm not going to help you move. I'm just going to go get a massage. (laughs) Then you should feel like a turd because you have no integrity then. You've already made an agreement. Stick to that agreement. Stick to the commitments that you've made, especially the commitments that you've made to yourself. This is the last week of May, so it's the last week of Mental Health Awareness Month. So let's talk about the application for mental health in regards to being quote-unquote selfish. If you don't take care of yourself first, it will be impossible for you to take care of others, period. So technically, you're being selfish so that you can be selfless. The resentment that will build by continually giving your time and energy away will be counteractive to your mental health and it will push you down a spiral of frustration and depression faster than you realize. Identify what makes you feel fulfilled and make commitments to yourself so that you foster that feeling. Build a system so that you remain committed to what brings you that fulfillment. And as you do, you will grow and be a shining example of a purposeful and productive member of your team. I encourage you all to make active efforts to be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Identify those things that are limiting you and your ability to do that. Ask yourself the question, am I a liability on the fire ground or am I an asset? And if you really want to do right by your crew and the people you serve, you'd ask your crew that question and have them answer it about you. If you find that your relationship with your crew isn't the best and you don't even feel comfortable going to them with a question like that in the first place, then it's time for you to do something about it. I've put together a six-week program called Crew Builder that is pretty self-explanatory. During this six weeks, I will personally guide you through a set of challenges and assignments that are going to help you in building a relationship of true brotherhood with your crew. The challenges and assignments are going to force you outside your comfort zone, so get ready. As we all know, complacency kills. 
It's because we've become so comfortable in our profession that we're dying off due to heart disease and we're making mistakes on the fire ground that are costing us our lives. By being a part of Crew Builder, you're making a conscious decision to fight that complacency and build something great, a true brotherhood among the ranks. So be on the lookout in June as I'll be posting the details of Crew Builder on my website, www.ignitedff.com. We'll get started in July, and it'll be a great experience for all involved. I look forward to seeing you in the course and getting to know you and learning your perspective. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. I'd also like to invite you all to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and discuss the challenges that we face and connect with others who are dealing with those same challenges. Again, thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share. And as you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.